rocking, we are recording, we are streaming, all that. It is episode 425 of No Laugh Track Podcast. We're here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. It's their podcast. I'm the guy who gets to host it, Justin Severson. I'm here with one, two, three, four. Lots of numbers. We've already been talking lots of numbers We're off numbers. the mic here. Yes. Lingon. Four-time guest, Whoa. Lingon Mitra, Whoa. is here with me. I always, I feel like this is a running joke in our episodes where my concern is that I'm going to say stuff either that I repeat <laughs> or that I'm like straight up just like the opposite of what I said the last time. I think like if anybody listens to these in like consecutive order, they're going to be like, this guy is uh, just a fraud. Yeah. So do you want to start there or on page two or what, how do you, how do you want to do that? Because, uh, uh, no, well, you know, there is one actually that kind of comes to mind right away. What? Uh, but I think we it was one that we already sort of t- tackled. Oh, here. I'm just going to give it to you right now. Okay. All right. We're just going to start right here, right let's, now, since you brought that up. Let's go into it. Uh, a few months ago, mm. I, I'm i on Facebook. Mm. I see the little stories thing pop up. Okay. And I'm like, what? what is Alingon doing? Okay. And then I'm like, oh, he's doing like a daily news update? <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I didn't. Let me, and, uh, and, I, and I'm like, oh, I got to give this is. And I'm like, oh, they're only like seven, eight, nine minutes long. I should totally start listening to these in the morning. Okay. And then I didn't for a few weeks. And then I did. And then I'm like, what? What are these? Is he? Well, this isn't real news. This is fake news. <laughs> so what? I, we're gonna. I want to talk all about that. But then I re- then I read. I was like, okay, I'm gonna dig into this more. You're putting together sketches, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tie this all together to a contradiction of yours. Okay. Because at one point in one of our conversations, you did say that you were not a fan of sketch. <laughs> and here you are. You started a podcast I'm where you're doing to grow, daily sketches. I'm allowed to evolve as a comedian. Um, okay. So Defend yourself. What, what part of that should I go through first? First, uh, first just talk about uh, well, it was, uh, what was the it Daily that? 2. Yeah. Okay. So the New York Times has this podcast, The Daily, right? It's got, I want to say it's the most popular podcast in the world. And I listened to it. I love it. And I was like, man, I think that we could create a parody of this and we could do it every day and we could do it based off of whatever they cover that day. So it would be like a companion podcast. You listen to The Daily in the morning, you listen to The Daily 2 in the evening because The Daily is like, they cover just like sad stuff all the time. So it would be nice to be like, all right, is there a funny take on the the war in uh ethiopia something right mm-hmm. um and so every every episode i would listen to and then i would make this sketch and then i would record it day of and put it up um and the hope was like oh all right all these fans of the daily will listen to this and they'll get it and i think i don't know what i i failed somewhere because people just didn't make the link that this is what this thing was or it just wasn't Good. I don't know what it was, but it just, uh, I feel like people didn't understand the premise behind it. And so either they were tuning in first for like just actual news or they were like, okay, this is funny, but I don't understand why it's happening. Like it was, it was just a big, <laughs> big confusion around it. So sure. I'm, I'm glad that I was able to hopefully clarify what it was. Um, Absolutely. In terms of sketch, I. Did I say I don't like sketch? You said it wasn't one of your, you didn't really, weren't a big fan. Um,. Okay, I I don't not like sketch. I just think sometimes it's cheesy, and I love stand up. Yeah. Um. But I but I do I do like I I don't I don't not like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is like you know that there's like this um 
episode of The Daily Show where Jon Stewart brought in Jim Cramer. And uh, basically, Jim Cramer comes in and it's he was he was calling out like Jim Cramer was kind of like talking up these stocks and things like that. And I think Cramer come, came on kind of like unexpecting or like not expecting like an actual hard hitting interview. Yeah. And then Jon Stewart just like grilled him where he had like clips of him saying one thing that was manipulating the market. And Cramer was just he, he was like it was like a deer in headlights. He just didn't see it coming and couldn't defend himself. <laughs> and at, by the end of it, he was basically apologizing. He was like, "I'm going to be better." Um, and then like the episode ended, and he didn't change. But uh, <laughs> it was it was like this. I really liked that episode, but I, I my concern is that's what this episode is going to be for me. <laughs> by the end of it, I'm just going to be like, "I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I will never do this again." You know. Well, along those lines, do you remember uh, l- the last time we did this, and I asked way too many questions about the Harvard Lampoon and okay. all of that uh, and all the like the secrecy okay and most of your answers were I wish I knew more about that <laughs> I was there but yeah I don't, it's sort I, of a mystery to me too <laughs> yeah because I was such a delinquent it was uh <laughs> it's embarrassing um but yeah oh I love it I, so, oh you know what I should do is this time around I should pretend like I was really involved and <laughs> Yes. And anybody listening like this guy, I complete liar. It was all bullshit. <laughs> this guy, this guy, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you know what? It, so the podcast we're doing, you had it, you called it the Daily Two T O O T O O. Didn't even occur to me until like I like two like as well. Mm. Uh, I just. I think that when I first saw what you, I was like, oh, he's doing the New York Times one. Ah, yeah. You know, the thing was, I was actually reading all the articles and like learning about the issue that we were covering or that they had covered. So it was actually pretty demanding. Yeah. Um, And my hope was that people who listened to it did get some semblance of what the actual news story was. Yeah. But um, the, the goal was not to inform. The goal was to make people laugh. I I think I might have failed on both. No, 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 no. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I, I wish you were still doing them. Ah, thanks, man. Yeah. There was like I, I heard the you know I listened back to the last one. I was like, there's no like uh, this is it. It was we'll see you next time. Yeah. No. The plan was to do it. So uh, this will might be a good transition too. But the plan was to do it once a week because it was so time consuming. Um, that I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I either need to like offload it to like people who are gonna produce this thing because I was basically doing all the work for it. Yeah. Or I'll do it once a week. But even that, it's pretty time consuming. And like, you know, it was nice when I had, because I had to get guests um, just every day. And it was nice when it was all set. If I'm doing it once a week, just like, I feel like people can flake and then you're like kind of screwed on like, oh, today, who do I get to do the other part? Um, So so I haven't been doing it. The other thing was, and this is the transition point, I was uh, focusing things with stand-up opened up. Like part of the reason I started doing that was like, who knows when things will open, how things will open. But as things start opening up, like my time was better allocated to stand up. Sure. And um, when this gig came along, this kind of came uh, kind of last minute in my mind. I want I knew that it was such a good club. I would want to record like video stuff here. But then I, w- I was speaking to Joe Zimmerman who was here a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, he was, well, maybe not a couple weeks, but a little bit in longer. the last couple yeah. months. Yeah. Uh, and he talked about doing the album here. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should try and record the audio and package that into something as well. So over the pandemic, I had gone through all my like old material that I'd kind of filtered out of the act 
And then I was like, all right, is there a way that I can create something when I come to Acme that I can record, that I can put out? Um, so that's kind of been where the time has gone uh, and less on the daily too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what do you want to do with that? You want to just put that out? So social media is a so the video stuff for sure would go up to like social media clips, Instagram and things like that. This might be I don't know how how much we're getting into the weeds here, but <laughs> I had no real concept of albums. You know, like I growing up, I I'd, I'd I'd watch Comedy Central and uh, specials and things like that, and I and I still like regard those in very uh, high esteem. I thought that albums, physical albums, CDs, that stuff had just kind of like phased away. Um, I didn't realize, so I was like, what's the point of recording something Okay. other than for my own kind of like, here's a document of my material mm-hmm. that I had built up a certain number, a certain time. Yeah. My thinking was like, oh, I'll just hoard all this material. And then maybe if I record something, I can include it in some way. But at this point, there's stuff in there that's like not even necessarily like as reflective of where I am right now. Sure. So, but then, uh, I was talking to Mike Kaplan and he was he was here two weeks ago. he was here two <laughs> weeks ago yeah uh he was telling me about how uh there's the opportunity not only to get like listeners through spotify pandora and stuff like that but if you're able to kind of get into sirius's ecosystem yes there's money there in a way that i was like oh i didn't know that that was something um and since my material like i don't swear when i'm on stage i don't swear generally but like since my material is i think clean or mm-hmm. can be clean yeah um it can go onto that station and they've got limited kind of tracks that they can play so then my mind was like all right how do i how do i kind of like curate or call my act and package those jokes into things that could be tracks there you go so it started becoming more like a math problem but uh but yeah that's kind of where my head was at when, when i was coming to acne i was like all right let's I've got um, the video. You guys have such a great setup already. Yeah. Um, let me record the audio, and then hopefully I'll be able to like turn that into things that can be played and turn it into an album of of sorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're. Yeah. This is not the first time I've heard this uh, from a guest on the podcast. Were there? Who's, not. Were do you remember not, who the other one was? Uh, one of them was Brian Miller, who's okay. uh, I'm gonna have to take him out. Local. He's trying to <laughs> get into the ecosystem as well. Less competition. He's way ahead of you, man. That's what God I'm saying. It. This was like a year ago. He's way ahead. You of know you. what's interesting? So. So um, I I had reached out to the the clean station at Sirius mm-hmm. to see because I have I didn't know what their guidelines were, you know, because clean is it's such a fuzzy yeah. term in some sense. I was like, if something's political, if something has like a racial yeah. take, is that something that innuendo? Yeah, innuendo yeah. stuff like that. So the initial thing that I had heard and gotten kind of seen on their um, documents were it should be something that like. If you're in a car with a nun and a six-year-old, you'd be comfortable. You wouldn't. It wouldn't be awkward. That sounds like a setup for a joke. <laughs> I know, and I'm like awkward around nuns and six-year-olds, six-year-olds anyway. So everything is awkward in that situation. But I didn't know what like certain jokes. Like if if I have a joke that's like. If I talk about like, there's a joke I have about like going on the train, and they have a rule number three on the train was like no defecating on the train. Yeah, and the joke's something like, um, like there are people who want to defecate on the train, and there are people who follow written rules. There's nobody who wants to defecate on the train and follows written rules. Right? But I was like, <laughs> is that something that like is too pushes the boundaries yeah. too far? 
And um, so I kind of reached out to the serious people. With that specific question, as an example. I didn't, I didn't use that specific joke, oh, okay. but I did ask, like, specific... I did kind of ask, like, th- there were, like, three things. I'm, I'm going to maybe have to pull up the email, but I was like, can I say, like, can I say pervert uh, or AIDS or I think it was, like, boobs, something like that, because mm-hmm. I've got, like, jokes. It, it really, like, I'm, it sounds like I'm talking to, like, a second grader, yeah. like, asking these questions. Boobs, okay, boobies. <laughs> no, 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 that's a, that's that's too sexual. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Watch your mouth. Um, but uh, but he was he was really great. He, he, he gave me some, like, more... Uh, pointed direction in in what they're allowing and but there was one word let me see if I can pull it up that I just didn't know about at all in their guidelines that I had to look up oh wow uh, let me see if I can well while it. you're looking that up yes. I will say that I was in I was working on a radio morning show back when uh, the whole Janet Jackson Justin Timberlake and all mm. that FCC yeah like, people were in you know in an uproar and it was affecting TV stations radio stations everybody got very sensitive about things and we got called in to a meeting with okay. the general manager and she had a list from corporate yes. of all something similar to this. Yeah. And and then the back and forth of like the uh, program directors going, well, what if, if, okay, so if we say, you can't say, oh shit, but what if you say, I shit in the toilet? <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. all the different, yeah. like, can I use it as a, ver- a verb is okay, noun is bad, reverse, <laughs> what is it? It's... And I found the list recently uh, and showed it to my teenage daughters <laughs> and they were blown away. Right. I got to bring that in here sometime. And read that, yeah, that's the other thing where it's like, man, these kids know way more than we know oh, <laughs> at God, this yes. point. So it's funny to try to be like, oh, we don't want to tell them stuff. Yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, so this is the word I didn't know. Smegma? Oh. Do you know? <laughs> do you Brandon know, knows. Do you know what that is? Um, I had to look it up, but I guess it's like, like, well, let me actually it's, look. Is it a bo- uh, something uh, something the body produces? It is something the body produces. It's uh, it's like the I want to say it's like the dried under your like foreskin, whatever that sure. is. <laughs> I get what well, maybe like dick cheese. I want to say <laughs> that. Yes, am I right? Okay, but I had to. Brandon Google- confirms dick cheese from the back. <laughs> I had to Google it because I was like, oh, I'm like actually learning words off of this. After this, no, no less. But yeah, um, there's a. There, I just like I was. It was fascinating. But crap is one of the ones that they don't let you say, and they're very apparently firm on like no excrement discussions. So um, that uh, that train joke uh, is out of the is out of the track for that one. Yeah, no defi- no no references to defecation. No references to defecation. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll still I'll probably still do it, but it just won't get into like the. Um, whatever the final product is that I'm going to submit over sure, there. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So I was looking back on your um, social media accounts. Okay. Just kind of see what you've been doing. Yeah. And your Instagram yes. was blank for a whole year. Okay, yes. Did you purposely take off a whole year of Instagram? Because it literally, you're, uh-huh. you're, the look you're giving me is like, what is he talking mm. about? Your, your last post of 2020 is on the same day as your first post of 2021. Oh really? Did, you don't uh, know this? No, no, no. So I definitely, so I definitely deleted uh, Instagram and like social media when I was like quarantining or I just in the pandemic. So you deleted them. I just deleted them because I was like, I don't the so yeah. So I guess it makes sense what you're saying makes sense. I yeah, I was just like I'm not putting anything out right now. All I'm doing is consuming. 
and it's not a effective, productive use of time. So let me just get rid of it. So I had, yeah, I deleted all social media. For you don't stare at TikTok four hours every night. <laughs> well, that was the that was the crazy thing. So there was for two, maybe like two months. Um, I I was like, man, I I don't want to get involved with another thing. Yeah. Um, but I have some friends who are younger than me, and are pretty active users of this thing and they were like you gotta you gotta do it and i was like god damn i don't want it. but i, I really <laughs> just didn't have anything else to do right i wasn't like going up um other than doing like some virtual shows during the pandemic so i went through all of this like old footage that i have including stuff from here and i started chopping it up for maybe two months and putting it out on tiktok and it did really well. Oh, okay. Um, awesome. I, I want to say like over two months, it got to like 70,000 followers, which is pretty good for like from coming from a zero. Um, but then yeah. I, but then I, but then I stopped because I thought the algorithm had changed. So this was people, I just want to clarify. So this is people like lip, like people, were people doing lip sync videos to your stuff or just watching your stuff? So it was a bizarre thing. Again, I just didn't know what this thing is this app right um i barely do either yeah <laughs> i don't yeah i don't think anybody really knows mm-hmm. but uh yeah so i started putting up the stand-up clips yep. and some of them got enough traction where the people would listen to it and then duet it which is i guess the ability to just like take the uh, like take the audio and the video and then do something right next to it or take the audio and then say it yourself while the video oh, is okay. of you. Yeah. So there are like other people doing, saying what I'm saying with my voice and they're like lip syncing it in their way. Yep. Um, I thought it was really cool actually. I was like, oh, this is so flattering. And I, and I really like, I was like laughing at other people doing material with my voice. It's um, gotta be so cool. Yeah, I think I think you know. So for some comics, they may feel awkward or uncomfortable about it. In some way, it's like, oh, you're taking my material or something. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, this is, this is fun. To me, TikTok is like the one social, and I have been off it, but I'm going to. Part of the reason I'm videoing everything here so that I can like have these clips now to get back onto it. Okay. But um, TikTok is like the one space where I just have like, I'm like, I don't care. It's I just don't care what happens there, which is a great ad because Instagram, for whatever reason, I feel like, oh, there are people I know on it. It's a smaller community. And I get kind of in my head about like, oh, if I release something that people have seen before or whatever, I don't want them to be like judging. Whereas with TikTok, I'm like, it's it's all just garbage anyway. Just <laughs> release whatever you want. And and it's actually a liberating and probably like a better attitude towards life in general. But that's what that's how I treat TikTok, and that's what I'm planning to do with it. TikTok, yeah. But it's I had gar- it's deleted, garbage anyway. To get back to your <laughs> original question, I had deleted Instagram, and after I stopped using TikTok, I had deleted TikTok. I was just off social media. I was just reading. I was, was yeah. Like, how did you fill that time? <laughs> what did you do? I was just I was just reading. I was, I spent a lot of time actually just like on the phone with friends. Um, yeah, because everybody this unusual thing happened where people had time. Right and didn't feel it didn't feel like an imposition. In comics, we have this strange life where generally, like our nights and weekends are gobbled up yeah. when most people are free. So suddenly, there was like the ability to talk to people at normal times, um, and so that's what I yeah I was I was doing that. Yeah, did I? Uh, where did you stay during the? So for a couple months, I, 
there, it was an interesting, like, I want to say mid-March, my brother and I both are in New York City, and we don't know what is going to happen, right? It's just this weird turn every day is something, something, <laughs> and it's spreading, and we don't know, right? Um, my parents sure. are older than me. And interesting, yeah, one of those. I won't delve deeper into that. <laughs> so they they live in Massachusetts. So my brother and I had a discussion about like, okay, should we both go? Should one of us go? Like, what's the what's the right play? What's like the proper? If if something happens to them and one of us is there versus both of us is there, then we both might get let's say infected with this. So it would put both of us on the sidelines. But yeah. one of us should be there. Should something happen to them? So my brother, his girlfriend lives in New York City as well. So it made sense for them to stay and for me to go. So I went, and my his girlfriend. I remember when we were drive when I was driving out, she gave me like a thermometer, and then she was like, "How long are you gonna go for?" And that was the first time I even considered that question. Really, I was like, ah, "I don't know, probably like a couple weeks." Um, but it ended up being like three or four months. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and then I came back to the city and it was either August or September. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everybody was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, um, everybody, and you know, we were very much just like not seeing anybody. Um, especially, yeah. Cause my folks are older. I didn't want, and yeah, so much question around what is the risk of this thing. Uh So we, uh, yeah, we did, uh, we didn't. I was I was in my parents' basement for a good chunk of the initial portion because I didn't know if I had it, even oh, though sure. even again it was like you know that whole week. When we look back on it, we're gonna just be like it was just moving so quickly. These things were changing so uh-huh. rapidly. But yeah, I didn't know what my risk was to them, so I just stayed in the basement for. Did a couple you still weeks. have a bedroom? Is this a house you grew up in? Lived it's in a house at some I point? grew up in. Yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't like an unfinished concrete jail cell. It was a. Uh, a, it has like a bedroom and yep. it has a, like a, a TV. It's it's not like a, yeah, it was fine. Have you, so when Mike Kaplan was here, we talked about uh, this like three week tour. He he was just wrapping up. Like he had just a couple dates. Right, after, right, after. Yeah, yeah. He's driving around. Yes. I don't know if maybe, well, you probably do know because you're friends with all these guys. Mm-hmm. That at the beginning of that, he did a show in Morgantown, West Virginia. Okay. And does that t- town ring a bell for you? Morgantown, West Virginia? It's where Joe Zimmerman is from. Yeah. And Mike Kaplan and his girlfriend stayed at Joe Zimmerman's parents' house and slept in his bedroom. Oh, really? Yeah. Like his ho- like his is the co- the room that he grew up in. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. That's a bizarre. You haven't done that. You I, didn't. I, I, that's I sh- not part of this I tour. D- I do love the idea of that being how you decide where you're gonna perform. You're just like, I'm gonna find out where my comic friends grew up i'm going to their hometown i'm sleeping in their bed and just it's it's this weird like dominance move (laughs) (laughs) i now own your home i used your shower yeah (laughs) yeah it was interesting i actually so i came uh i came a day earlier because a friend of mine lives in minnesota and um stayed at the home that she grew up in um and that was yeah it's it's just so interesting to see because you know people outside of their home element to see like their yes it's a different perspective yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah uh well along those lines i uh we are the house i live in we rent and they have so- sold the house so we have to move oh yeah so we've been having how long al- have you been living there almost seven years okay and uh, uh we have found a place 
Great. We're already done. Like it's, we're gonna sign the lease this coming Sunday. Everybody's very happy. Yeah. But since, but in this meantime, we've had to, you know, uh, leave for showings and everything. And then the other day, six people show up and start walking around our house, like uh. a, for an inspection with the new owners that are gonna buy it. And yes. It's just like this. Ah, feels weird. It feels super weird. Yeah, like yeah, this is you my know, space. to them, it's just it's just business. Yeah. But to us, it's like you're. I, you're strangers coming into our house yeah. unsupervised. Yeah, yeah, like, it's I like don't... somebody inspecting your body. You're like, yeah, well, like, looking well, at I your didn't... smegma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what you find. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it to yourself, okay? <laughs> I don't want to know. I, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, let's see. I've got, I'm going to look at some of my notes here before we run out of time. There's yeah. things I wanted to talk to you about, like... I know that we've talked about that you are a Boston sports fan, that you've gone and seen, uh, you know, like Patriots games and mm-hmm. whatnot. Your family, I think you told me once, had season tickets at one yes. point. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how was it for Tom Brady, for you, leaving? Does your loyalty, did it stay with Tom when he goes and wins the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers, or are you just like, no, you're not a Patriot anymore? You're no, 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 no. I... Uh, he's done enough, in my in my opinion. Like, And I don't think he was like... He wasn't like bad to the city when right. he left or anything like that. No, I'm I'm still I'm I was still rooting for Brady, um, and was thrilled that <laughs> yeah he, okay yeah um it is strange that he's like building the Patriots down there now. He's got like <laughs> Gronk back. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Ed, he's he is he is clever. I feel like he might get like Edelman to just somehow join and stuff like that. Oh, who who retired right? Who, who's technically retired? Yeah, but uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, so was Gronk. Gronk was retired too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, who, yeah. I wonder who's left to, to bring <laughs> bring back. Jeez. Yeah. So what? Uh, so so this week you're you're getting these clips to put those out. Get it, some stuff on Sirius XM, all that stuff. What else is ahead for the summer? Or I mean, the summer's almost over. This fall, I guess. Yeah. It, so We're about to be in September. So it'll be interesting. I'm I'm doing this, and then the plan is to go in mid September to San Francisco. And do a similar thing because I've got uh, I've got friends out there and uh, I'm gonna perform at a club there and then I'm gonna stay an additional week and do there's a lot of like fun independent shows that a lot of my friends run out there so I I had this idea I don't I'd be interested to hear what your take on it is so I I have this material that I think if I built it all out would be maybe like forty minutes that goes and hits on a lot of like. Indian American cultural stuff and I was thinking of like packaging that in its own like either special for YouTube or something like that so part of me was thinking I could do when I go out to San Francisco record that splice it together and put it out Um, but I don't know I've always been kind of I've never wanted to be like one dimensional as a comic because you think uh, old uh, stupid white guy like me is going to be not interested because it's all not so much of that. I I I think like I think it could it, it could get a little bit of like oh you're hitting one note and that's a little bit of a concern. But more of I've always wanted people to if they listen to me come to a set, see that there's multiple dimensions to the act. So it's not just oh this is just like an Indian comic talk about Indian stuff. It's like all right, he's also talking about observations or politics, whatever other things right. that are, uh, is in my brain. So if I do this thing, then I am kind of pigeonholing myself as a comic of like this is the brown material that I've built up over the years. But I'm I don't want to be known as just the Indian comic, right? Um, I mean, so it's a weird. Yeah, I mean you've. 
from what I know about you, you've already done like some things that are I don't not pigeonhole, but like I know you did that uh, the brown ish tour, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, Akash, yes. who I met since the last time we oh, were here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd never met him before. What a great guy. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I think you should do that. You should absolutely do that. I don't, yeah. I don't. I think it would be. You could also then like do a companion one, which is the opposite. The white album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're gonna. That's taken as a title already. But yeah, you're on, you're on the right. Just lines. me doing Beatles heads. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, yeah, I think you should do that for sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't think any. You know, even if some people take that perspective, like, oh, I see, he's just the brown. He just does the brown jokes. Like, yeah, I, it's interesting. I think they'd be a very small percentage. Yeah, I, I, I really, I think I get in my head a lot about how this stuff is going to be perceived. And it ultimately, it's like, man, if people are laughing, people are having a good time, if they are coming out of it thinking like, oh, you're only this one thing, that's on them for not maybe looking further. I wish I had that ability to internalize that thought yeah. more of like, oh... These people are going to think of me in that. I would suggest way. that if you're doing a video, uh, yeah. don't come out like in full Indian guy. Oh, really? <laughs> What's funny is like... Or part, were you going to do that? Part of me was thinking of... I mean, not full, but like um, <laughs> there, there's definitely like fashion designers uh, who are making stuff that kind of is Indian uh, inspired. Oh, okay. Um, so there was I'd like to of, see that then. Yeah, I think it, it might be kind of cool. Um, I saw... I saw it was Josh Johnson did a Comedy Central special where he was definitely not wearing just regular clothes. You're right. He was wearing something that I assume is connected to his heritage or maybe it was just like a Wakanda thing, but that might be very racist. So maybe let's go with it's connected to his heritage, which also probably is racist. I should (laughs) please edit this out of the... (laughs) I've met Josh since you were here as well. Another Uh, great guy. Yeah, yeah. What was he wearing? (laughs) I don't think he had the turban. Okay. That would be so funny if he's wearing just like Indian stuff for no reason. (laughs) But but yeah, so I think it would... If I'm going to do a brown album, I I, I think it might be kind of cool to... There, just like something that gives a nod to, because I think Indian fashion is very cool. So, um, oh, okay, I would be kind of interested. Well, in then it. I have this question: yes. Has anybody else you know done this already? Not that I know of. Not in this way. I mean, there are definitely people who have done like, like, like we talked about, like a brown tour and recorded that stuff and kind of put it out. But I've only seen clips. I've never seen like a thirty minutes of material that's kind of. Sp- more more catered to this demo. Yeah. Um, and I think it's interesting because now that, like, Indian Americans are kind of coming into their own, there is more of, like, a connection and even, like, even on a TikTok where you can find other brown people. Sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's definitely, like, Indian comics in India who have done right. Indian material. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all I know. Yeah. It's all I know. Yeah. Um, let's see. The uh, bu- 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 oh, how much time do we have? Son of a gun! Yeah, we've already done a half an hour. I've got a, I have a. Uh, I'm just gonna save it to the next time you come back. Oh no! Can you give me just quickly what the what Fine. your rapid fire questions were? All right, let's do it super fast here. F- five minutes. Five minutes, Brandon. We're gonna do five more minutes. So the beginning of the last time you were here, okay, I asked you. It doesn't matter where it led, but I said something about superstitions. Okay, and you said I'm not really superstitious necessarily. Indian people tend to be. Yes. Okay. Yes. I I looked up. 
superstitions Indians follow blindly. Okay. This is a list. I'm yes. gonna, we'll go through a couple of these really fast. Okay. All right. Hindus believe that cutting nails and hair on Saturdays brings bad luck. Interesting. I there in within my family. I don't know if it's Saturday, but there is a day out of the week. But I don't think it's Saturday where you're not cutting your hair. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I, you knew you knew something. Yeah. About for that. me, I I think in our household it was like Thursday. You're you're just picking your own day. I I well, that's what Indians do. They they have these superstitions, but then they just like kind of morph them into whatever their individual household wants. If a black cat crosses your path, then your tasks get delayed or postponed. Is that is that an Indian thing? It's on the list of just Indian because I thought that I too. Black cats is something that's a little bit more universal. Well, and then the next one on this list, my is... mom does very much not like black cats. I mean, yeah, if the shoe she fits. is Indian. <laughs> if the shoe fits. <laughs> Uh, the next one, yeah, is of course like uh, the number thirteen. A lot of people believe in that one. We'll skip that. Yeah. Uh, keeping onions and knives under your bed will drive away bad dreams. I've never heard that, but I'll try it tonight. And let you know the next time. Okay. Don't don't leave it there. You know, in the hotel, that could be, <laughs> yeah. that lead to trouble. Yeah. Lead to trouble. Uh, you lose your wealth if you shake your legs. Mm, I've not heard that. I have heard so I have heard this other one. Again, I don't know if these are like individual to my house, but if you're scratching like your right palm, that means money is coming to you. That's coming, I think, on the list. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you got that one. All right. Well done. Yeah. Nice. Uh, sweeping floors in the evening drives away LAXMI from the home. So Luxmi is the god of wealth, goddess of wealth. Um, what what's the rule here? Sweeping floors in sweeping the evening floors? drives away. Drives, drives away, away, locks me from the home. That I, I could see. We didn't do much sweeping in my home, so I, I, I don't know about the rule. But there's definitely, like, we turn on our lights when the evening comes because that's supposed to bring wealth. But I think it's rooted in the times where, like, if you didn't have your light on in the evening, robbers would know nobody's there, and so they would come in. So, you know, a lot of these superstitions, I think, have those kind of, like, practical considerations. Sure. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, I'm just gonna go with. Uh, These were the questions you wanted. <laughs> I like that. I like that we've got a bonus round of superstitions. Teen tigama kambigada. What? According to the phrase, something that I just said. Okay. T T E N teen tighada T I G H A D A, kam K A A M, bighada B I G H A D A. Anything above two gets difficult to handle. That's a discussion that's always better between two people rather than three. However, this is a misinterpreted as three being unlucky. Oh. Oh, so three being unlucky is something. Okay. So when my mom gives me food on my plate, for example, or serves anybody food, if she gives three, she will always give one more because giving three is an unlucky thing. Whereas I think in China, four is unlucky or something. So, like, if you get four, you got to get five. So, but yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so there is a, there's a three unlucky thing. But I've never heard that phrase. Have that, you ever brought home a Chinese, like, a date and then... And then it's just... <laughs> so you just keep giving more and more food. There's just a mound yeah. of food. <laughs> She has enough, Mom. Enough. Uh, cra- crow. Crow shit brings luck. Mm, um, I mean, there. I don't know if this is an Indian thing, but, like... When, when like a like a a bird crap, which would not be allowed on SiriusXM, <laughs> lands on your uh, shoulder, it's supposed to be good luck. Is that something that is that an Indian thing? 
I've never heard anything about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, these are all things that are just supposed to make people feel better. But yeah, um, the irony is like I think a lot of these things make people really anxious because they have to follow these rules now. And then you're like, oh, my God, if I break something, I'm going to hurt everybody. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Adding one rupee to a gift yes. sum is auspicious. Yes, yeah, yeah. So whenever I give somebody money, um, like let's say it's a hundred bucks, I'm uh, for a wedding or something. Yeah. it'll be one oh one. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize that was an Indian thing. I thought it was a Bengali thing. But my yeah, I think it's because if you ever wrote like a check or something, um, somebody could just add a zero to the end of it and it would be like an additional money whereas once you have the one once a zero gets added people would be like wait no you've added the zero wow that's my theory sure, that's good that's a good life lesson for everybody to do that <laughs> all right Just, uh, keep an eye on your money people with flat feet bring bad luck mm, i've not heard that okay and then putting a small spot of kajal kajal like it's, yeah, black it's like a black um suit kind of yeah Putting a small spot of that on a baby's forehead took care of Buri Nazar. Nazar. Buri Nazar. I I don't. But I know. I don't know what that that word is that, that you're I'm referencing. But I. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know it either, so I can't even judge you. But I think I've I've heard this thing before where they'll they'll give like a, a mark to a kid, and it's supposed to like um, people who. W- It'll it'll make the kid look weird, and that's a good thing because then people won't get jealous. And if people won't get jealous, then the evil that comes from the jealousy isn't going to affect the kid. So it's stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were going to go like it's in place of a vaccine. <laughs> Probably that's going on too in India right now. But oh, uh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Alinga, thank you so much. Thank this flew you. By. Uh, is there anything else we should be mentioning? People should follow you on social media, especially when all these uh, yeah, yeah, new yeah, uh, content comes out. Especially now that I'll be back on it. TikTok, it's at Alingan Mitra, I believe. Instagram, the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. And, and then, then, yeah, maybe this, maybe I'll put this stuff up on YouTube. So if this is going up, you could see it wherever it is. Fantastic. Yep. And this podcast will be available in a moment. And uh, obviously, if you're in town in Minneapolis and you uh, want to go see some f- a funny show, come see you Ling on tonight, tomorrow. Well, it's through the weekend. Whenever you listen to this, it's through the weekend. Yeah. Uh, one thing that is consistent throughout uh, these episodes of mine is that uh, this club is fantastic. It's always been. Bam. Yeah. That's a great way to end it. Thank you.